0: Welcome back, friends. Andy Jenkins here bringing you another. This is number five out of six bonus episodes. We're talking about really the new Freedom March, Soul Wholeness, emotional health, video group coaching, uh, daily journal, all of that. It's kind of all fit together really to create a new way of life course that I really believe will empower you to move forward. Uh, it is designed for people who want to overcome hurt habits and hang of the past without spending thousands on therapy, without self-medicating, without living in shame, and without resigning to the notion that this is how things will always be. So for the past few episodes here, uh, we've talked about uh, bonus number one, is it the soul or the spirit? And we decided that, you know, th- those are two different things. The spirit is one thing that that is connected to God that is not going to improve. Now you can awaken to more of the empowerment of the spirit, but it is top notch, uh, high round draft pick when you awaken to radical grace, when you, we would say that moment of salvation, however you came up in a faith tradition. I know different denominations kind of describe that differently, but at that moment, when when you become a christian your spirit totally one with christ on the other hand your soul your that is your mindset your emotions your thoughts your feelings completely up for grabs and and this is why paul says to work out your salvation this is why he says to be transformed uh, by the renewing of your mind this is why we seem to get tripped up so much. Um, it's not the spirit that trips us up. It's the soul. This is why we, we have the spirit of God. We can hear his voice is what John 10 says. Yet so often we, make, we just make dumb decisions or unhealthy decisions. It's, it's because we're living through the lens so often of the soul. And the soul is this beautiful gift that God gave us in order to interact and respond and relate to the world around us. The the problem is when the soul is not totally healthy, it doesn't always defer to and take its cues from the spirit. It takes its cues from the natural world, from the physical world around us. And so we want to be able to let the soul cue into the world around us but also grit everything through the spirit. And so we talked about in video number two, the undiagnosed struggle, that a lot of us are having a hard time. Life is beautiful. Life is also difficult. Life is this present that God gives us. There's also, because it's a fallen world, pain. And so many of us live with a struggle that is not high enough to merit a diagnosis, Yet still, we we need to deal with some of the junk that's in the trunk there so that we can move forward. Uh, In the next three episodes, uh, I've outlined, this is the third, uh, I'm outlining Three different types of soul wounds, three different clusters, categories. So number one was triggers, and that led us to a conversation on PTSD. Number two was guilt and shame. That led us to a conversation on moral injury. Number three, today in this episode, we are discussing soul ties. Now, soul ties occur, uh, and and they're actually, they can be good. Um, When a husband and wife get married, They become, scripture says, one. Something is created supernaturally. They are intertwined together. Soul ties can be incredibly helpful and healthy. Uh, There are unique soul ties you have with your kids. Um, At some point, they've got to leave uh, and cleave to another mate is how scripture presents that. Soul ties can be very beautiful is my point. They can also be unhealthy. And soul ties... Uh, they, they occur in unhealthy ways when our hearts connect to either the wrong things, and we typically think of those as as sin issues, or when our hearts connect to the right things in the wrong way. And so in this audio from the video, and this comes from video number 12 of the 14, actually video number 9 of the 14-part video course soul wholeness which is a bonus feature that unlocks as part of the 5 week freedom march intensive this audio comes from that video i'm going to describe what a soul tie is there's there's three points here it'll be easy to follow and you can look at the notes in the show notes right there if you really just want an outline take a listen and at the end i'll be back i'll give you a little bit more information about the 5 week freedom march course that's about to launch first round coming up soon. Uh, Here it is, let's get into the conversation on soul ties. So far, we've discussed two types of soul wounds. We've discussed being triggered, that is post-traumatic stress or post-traumatic stress disorder. We've also discussed moral injury, which is carrying the guilt and shame. In this video, we're going to talk about the third soul wound that we'll discuss, the final one is soul ties. This is heart attachments. This is when our heart is attached to the wrong thing or our heart is attached to the right thing for the wrong reasons. Uh, Here's point number one. The fruit we see in our lives is a result of the unseen roots. To grow better fruit you must nurture better roots. Like I've told you in other videos, I've got a lot of experience with counselors. I was zooming with with one of them one evening. That that evening he said, "I, I want you to do this. I want you to tell me what you've learned about yourself just through the last few months of exploration. I was doing a lot of self exploration, really diving deep to go in and just dig up some of the roots. And so immediately I just shared some labels. They immediately just rolled off my tongue. Words that I had been afraid of before, that I didn't want to label myself as, I readily just admitted and owned, and they were all there. And we got to the end of that. Uh, After 10, 15 seconds, he said, is there anything else? And I I said, I I can't think of anything. I mean, in that moment, like I dropped and labeled a lot. And he said, "I, I want you to explore this one. I want you to explore addiction. I want you to wonder if maybe you should look in the mirror and say, hey, I think I might actually be an addict? And if so, I want you to see what type of healing you would seek out from that. So instantly, I did. I told him I would investigate it because I knew what addiction looks like. For about a decade, I worked in the area of addiction, helping uh, women and men, even families coming off the streets, uh, out of human trafficking, uh, from prison, from jail. In fact, for a while, uh, the organization I was running had custody of a hundred or more prisoners who were inmates with the department of corrections at a time as we would help them walk through addictions uh, learn some life skills uh, and then launch them into to employment toward the end of their sentence and when they're free they've already got a running start and they're able and ready to move ahead and so uh, i knew what addiction had looked like because i i'd seen people that were addicted i'd seen people that would be making radical progress to their goals and then they would throw it all away for an evening of fun because of their addiction i'd I'd seen people rock through relationships and burn through every relationship they had with every family member all while chasing an addiction i'd seen family members um, go all in to help that person only to be burned repeatedly by that person because of the addiction i'd seen people blow their life's savings and money and chase and make schedules and calendars all bend all around that addiction. What I had never done is looked at that same mindset myself because in my mind addiction was always tied to a chemical dependency to uh, something that you drink, something that you shoot, something that you pop, a pill, something that is a mind-altering type of drug. However, if you're not afraid of the labels, And if you're willing to take a look, you can learn a lot about yourself. And so I started looking for some 12 step programs and celebrate recovery type programs and ended up finding one that fit with the schedule that I had. I walked into a celebrate recovery program one evening. Two thirds of the people in the room weren't dealing with the chemical dependency at all. They never had. They were dealing with soul issues. They were dealing with things like relational issues overcoming abuse, codependency. They were dealing with things like food addiction. They were dealing with things like just forgiving and learning to get over the past. In in other words, they were dealing with that life is good, but life is also hard type of scenario. I I picked up off a table they had. They had these little, they were green sheets that had different issues, soul issues that people could be dealing with. And it just kind of described it and had, hey, here's ways to walk through. I, I looked through, I thought, man, like, I think that this is one of the issues, is so often we label addiction as a chemical dependency, but I would look through these green sheets, and and they were all just printed on green paper, and and realize I think that I have struggled in these areas. And here's, here's what I learned. Point number two is this. Addiction happens when we attach our hearts to the wrong things or to the right things for the wrong reasons. So addiction can happen either way. It's when you start bending the schedule, bending your calendar, everything works around this. All relationships that you have that are healthy have to go. Everything starts working around either the pursuit of the wrong thing or the pursuit of a good thing for the wrong reason. Often it looks like this on the surface. You might have experienced some of this chronic sickness. You're financially always in the hole. You sabotage your dreams. There's always relational conflict and strife, uh, maybe a lack of purpose, uh, maybe even emotional volatility maybe, maybe you experience that. And, and so often what we do is we like chase the one, go, I've got to deal with the sickness, or I've got to, I've got to deal with the financial issue. I need to deal with the self-sabotage. I, I'm, I'm going to quit messing up my own progress. I'm going to get out of my own way or the relationship. So you start going into counseling for a marital relationship or the lack of purpose. So you read a book about purpose. And, and these are all great things, by the way, these are all things that, w- that we can do, but The fruit in your life is just like a tree. It's a result of the kind of tree that it is. The carpenter from Nazareth said, good trees bear good fruit, bad trees bear bad fruit. So if there's this constant resurfacing as I had in my life that I told you about one of the earlier videos of these constant struggles, you need to take it seriously and you owe it to yourself to take a look and see what's going on because you see, when you get healthy roots, it's no longer self-sabotage, there's a humble confidence, there's no longer financial lack, there's abundance, there's provision, there's no longer chronic sickness, there's life and wellness, there's no longer relational strife, healthy relationships, no longer a lack of purpose, but hope, direction, meaning, No, no longer emotional volatility, but emotional stability. You see, in my life, I dealt with the same fruits hundreds of times, yelling, dishonesty, pride, posturing, And I think in large part, that's because it's easier to work above the surface. It it is, but true change happens when we go deep. It's there that we do the work that truly leads to meaningful, positive change. In the book, Soul Wholeness in chapter 12, I actually write this unhealthy hustle is almost always the result of an unhealthy heart attachment. That, that word hustle, you, you've seen it. We, we have t-shirts, we have hats that talk about hustle people. You know, what's your hustle? They get a side hustle. All of these people hustling, chasing. And so often, it, it can be a good thing that we're chasing, but it can be unhealthy too because we're chasing a good thing for the wrong reason. You see, and the cure for all of this, number three, the cure for bad roots, which would be the cure for the addiction is knowing and walking in your true identity. And when we get this healthy, when we get the identity right, good fruit always emerges. When you get that unseen thing, again, your, your identity, good fruit always emerges. There's a verse in the Bible that speaks a little bit to this. What does it profit a man if he gains the whole world but still loses his soul? Jesus asked that in Mark eight thirty six. Notice that he doesn't mention the spirit here. The spirit is that unique part of you that is already one with the Creator. Remember, in in the first video we talked about your body will be saved in the future. Take care of what you have now, steward it. But in the future, a, a new one's coming. Your spirit saved in the past, it's connected uniquely one with your Creator. But this soul, this thing that is chasing and looking and hungry for identity and meaning and purpose, that one, when attached to the wrong thing, are attached to the right thing in the wrong way always always results in unhealthy fruit to change the fruit fix the root there you go and i hope that one of the things you're catching is that so often emotional health it isn't just about a bad thing a wrong thing right here you're seeing i believe that so often we can attach to really good things in the wrong ways, and that can trip us up just as much. And so th- the goal is not to be hindered by anything. The goal is really to walk and to experience this freedom for which we were created. Uh, now, I've, I've gotten a couple questions about really the Freedom March course here. And so let, let me outline exactly how it's gonna work. The link to enroll is in the show notes below. I would love for you to take that journey with me. Here's here's really kind of the basis of it. It's, it's five weeks long every single day for five weeks you will receive a video lesson that is already placed in the app that I've created. So you can download that on Google, you can download that on Apple, it works on a tablet, it will work on your computer, you can even put the video on a smart TV and screencast it there. A video that is about five to ten minutes it's going to take you through a specific aspect of soul wholeness. Now, I've built the curriculum out over a five-week period. Well, you're going to receive one video six days a week. That seventh day is really going to be a review and look back and make sure that we're collecting the information that matters the most to where you are so that we can live forward. Now, the second aspect of this is right here in my hand, In fact, I read the Freedom March Manifesto from it earlier. I may may do that again at the beginning of the next episode. Uh, Right here, there is every single day, like I'm looking at day two right here. Day two talks about the rhythm of creation, that life isn't just meant to be lived in balance and just juggling everything. Like There is a certain pace that I believe is hardwired into how the universe works. And so we talk in here about, Daily diversions, weekly withdrawals, quarterly quarantine, annual abandonment, getting into that rhythm of Sabbath and rest and turning off so that you can actually power on in a whole, healthy, fully vibrant, totally alive way. So right here, there's two pages to read. This actually tracks with the video. So the video gives you the same content. The write-up's a little bit different. It's not a transcript. Um, So you can do one or the other or both. I would encourage you to actually do both. And then right here, uh, questions. Two questions for the day right here on day two. The action step is to schedule the pause. So don't just kind of run from a to-do list. Actually begin prioritizing and calendaring the things that matter the most, which includes here, the pace where you're going to be off. Certain things where you're going to turn off and take a break. So, here's the two questions question number one, then question number two. And then it even says for further study. So, if you want to dive deeper with this one, it would say listen to chapter 13 of the Soul Wholeness audiobook. Uh, the audiobook is one of the bonus features that you receive. So, you have access to that. And then it says, hey, if you want to even study even farther, watch video number 11 in the video workshop. And that is titled Creation's Rhythm. So um, every single day there's a video, there's also a journaling prompt there. And, and it's not, it's not long. Like it's just right here, five to six lines that you write. And, and I really think writing it is hyper important to the healing process. Physically writing is different than typing, it is a neurological process that actually wires the brain, you remember things differently, you process things uniquely, you see it from a whole different perspective. Uh, And then tool number three, here's how all of this works. So number one is the daily video, number two is the daily journaling and what you read, uh, and, and then diving deep on the bonus resources if you elect to do that. Uh, Tool number three is the weekly coaching call. So once a week we're going to hop on and I'm going to teach you about the topic of that week in about a 45 minute hour session. You'll have the opportunity to ask questions, to submit those. That is a group call. Now you can be anonymous there uh, if you miss it uh, or if you want to rewatch it, you can. The replays are all going to be placed in the app. All of that content is there for you. I would encourage you if you have any other questions to go to the website. The link is in the show notes. I put uh, frequently asked questions there. I put more information about pricing, more information about uh, even, hey, if I don't like it, can I get a refund? How does it work? Uh, All of that information, all of it in the show notes. As I sign off, let me pray for you as we do every episode. And my prayer for you today is that the Lord would bless you that the Lord would keep you, the Lord would be gracious to you, the Lord would shine favor everywhere you step today. The scripture says in Deuteronomy 15.10 that whatever you put your hand to is going to prosper. And my prayer for you is that you would put your hand to the right things and you would also put your hand to the right things in the right way that you wouldn't have unhealthy attachments to the wrong things, nor would you have unhealthy attachments to the right things, but that every single area of your life would graciously be marked by overwhelming sense of the supernatural empowerment of the Holy Spirit, that it would be marked by redemption, and that it would be marked by health. Grace and peace. I'll be back with another bonus episode.